Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of Eat, Sleep, Podcast, and Repeat. I don't have anything mean to say. It's usually, I leave that for Sean, <laughs> expecting a face turn. I am uh, hosting uh, tonight uh, with, uh, my name is Dave Taylor, and I have with me, uh, we'll call her HR. Hello. She goes She goes by Janice, but uh, <laughs> uh, you know, but her gimmick is HR, Human Resources. So. <laughs> so keeping me aligned in this episode. Why? Because it's episode 69 of Eat, Sleep, Podcast, and Repeat. Uh, Sean's got the weekend off. Uh, I think he's like watching jousting or something, a uh, <laughs> Renaissance Festival going on somewhere. How fascinating. Yes, yes. So that's going on. So uh, we are talking about, we're a couple days late on this, but the Super Showdown event that uh, took place in Australia, uh, but a couple... Almost a week ago, and uh, ten matches on the card, and um, you know, you know, it was really weird because when they do these shows, you, you kind of look at them like it's a glorified house show because right. we, we had a few of those on the network and stuff. But I thought that this is one of the better overall shows in that regard. No, I did think they had some really good highlights. Some of the matches were awesome, so I thought they did a good job. And I do like not having a ton of matches so that you get to see some. More good wrestling. This and for a quote unquote uh, house show, this was a very long show. Yes, it was an extremely <laughs> long show. <laughs> it's like man, in fact, yeah. When two of your matches on the on the card uh, goes over twenty minutes, and the third one goes nearly twenty, which I thought that one should have been shorter. We'll go through that in a second. So we'll run through the card, and you know, it's kind of weird because I, I predicted with this, uh, I thought there's gonna be more title changes on the show, right? Than, than what it was. So I was kind of wrong with that. Starting with the new day. Uh, taking on the bar. Yeah, I was uh, disappointed in that match. So cause I, I thought, you know, at the point, okay, maybe the bar can win this. They can get some momentum back on their side. And, and they can, I, I don't mind them hot potatoing the title because it's always a good match. This was another good match to start the show. It's a yeah. great crowd match. It was. Yeah. It was definitely a good match. But I think they're wasting the bar. I think the bar is a good team and they could, they should be doing more with them. And it's really weird because I was thinking about this. It's like these guys have been doing this for almost two years now when they kind of got, I would say, like forced together. But with right. the whole you know, the Mick Foley thing, like you, know, you guys, you know, got a team up now. And after, you know, they would try to fight for this championship. And Make which I, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't think they even got a championship match out of this. But, you know, they ended up beating, <laughs> well, they ended up beating the New Day originally, you know, the end of their long reign a couple of years ago. Right. When that was going on. And then now they're just kind of stuck in. You know, not, I guess, mid-card tag team status, if you will. Right, and that's a shame because they're both really good wrestlers, and then when they're involved in matches, they, they're they great matches. Yeah. So it's a sh- they're wasting them. Yeah. Yeah, but that, but a good opener for the show. The next match, I, I didn't like the ending, but I understand it. This is for the uh, SmackDown Women's Championship. Charlotte Flair defeating Becky Lynch by DQ. Funny, I actually, I agree 100% with you. When I was watching, I thought this, I, I usually can't stand endings like that but it makes sense and i think that it's good in the long run because i'd like to see them wrestle more becky and charlotte but uh the match they had on smackdown was great yeah which led into the match that they're going to have at evolution which by the way was the longest women's wrestling match on smackdown ever really yeah i'm not surprised yeah it was over 20 minutes long yeah which was twice as long than the match they had at Super Show now, but and I get it because everybody loves heel Becky Lynch, and they kind of like, oh, she's like the new Stone Cold, but then she's doing you know heel the sh- things that you know Steve Austin wouldn't do, you know, using the belt in the situation to get DQ'd, right, and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, so, but but you know, but but even at the end when you know they they fought outside the ring, who did people cheer for? Becky. They cheered for Becky. Yeah. 
in that regard. You know, it's weird because I, I did read an interview where Charlotte was talking about that. and But, you know, she's like, well, it's, it's guarding a response. It's a whole, well, it's getting a response in because, you know, people are booing her and, and, and cheering Becky and stuff, you know, but they haven't done like the double switch. Yeah, I, I kind of don't get it because I recall not that long ago and going to matches where Charlotte was cheered so heavily and Becky didn't, in my perspective, she didn't get that much of a response. And then all of a sudden, I'm not sure, maybe it's the heel turn, I don't know. But now all of a sudden she's getting these huge responses. But, but you and I must watch this for different shows because I always thought like organically, like Becky was really over, you, you know. What do you mean over? Uh, that that. Uh, okay, like Royal Rumble earlier this year when she was eliminated, the crowd booed her elimination. It, you know, because that's like, because people want to see her, you know, and because they put in, you know, Sasha, her and Sasha were the first ones in the ring. And then, you know, when she got eliminated, people people were booing. And I, you know, I, I don't know, like, if they paid attention to that, well, people really like her. Because for a whole year, they treated her horribly on the roster. You know, she, like, didn't win any pay per view matches. No, barely nothing. won any. And the fact that, you know, which this is where the WWE is always like, oh, wins and losses don't matter. Yeah, this girl basically lost for a whole year, and people still loved her. Well, we must be watching two different shows then, because <laughs> I'm telling you, my my feeling was, okay, she's really not generating much of anything, but I, I will give you the past, what, like month or Since something? Since SummerSlam, yeah. She's, she's been getting a huge response. I couldn't figure out why, but... Well, I, I think part of it is because of the position that they put them in, because she never was really in a you know, great position, and Charlotte's been pretty much... Most of the time, in the in the title picture, yeah. Other you know, other than like you know when she lost the title and then was gone to to get enhancements and then come back, you know she's pretty much been in in the, this is HR is in the room with me, so I got to watch what <laughs> enhancements. They say. So so she you know that was like probably the only time she really wasn't in some sort of uh, you know title picture, right? And typically I don't like things like that, but Charlotte is incredibly talented. I mean, she has to, if not the well. Before Ronda Rousey, you could say, but if not the best female wrestler, she was top two. Oh, absolutely! I'm not so taking anything away from her. And, and Becky's always been great, but they just never, for whatever reason, it's like, well, you can't be as good as this person, so you gotta do this. And and her and Charlotte have been having great matches. Yeah, no, no, definitely. And I think maybe that's part of it. Maybe because she's been, you know, a little more fun to watch and and doing a little more. Maybe that's why she's getting more push. Could be. I, I know I, from what I've seen reports, Vince McMahon loves uh, Becky's uh, heel character. So so we'll get it for a while, which is great because right. you know, people are loving it. Right. Finally. Uh, you know, we didn't get a double turn there that we've always had talked about with, with Charlotte and Becky. We did get one on Monday with a couple of these participants. Bobby Lashley, John Cena defeating Elias and Kevin Owens. This was basically a house show squash with John Cena's fifth move of doom or whatever that was. I was unimpressed actually by that move. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that, that's just, it's not much. But, you know, it, but it's interesting with that because, you know, Casino kind of like gave like a, like a thank you, almost like, like I'm, you know, like I'm done wrestling. Almost in retiring. Yeah, almost retiring kind of speech. And he's been on the Today Show all week, <laughs> well, which was weird. Did he explain his haircut on the, that kind of distracted me. For the wrestling match, because I'm like, did his mom take him for a haircut? What happened well, here? He, well, cause, yeah, we grew it out a little bit, and then, you know, that was just, it just looks different. Uh, yeah, it that just, was distracting to me. I'm like, what did you do? <laughs> it's it's a, it's, a, it's like a like a dad cut of sorts. You know, he's just he's he's just getting old. He's he's maturing. He's you know. It's almost worse than the soccer mom hair. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that cut. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, which and, and not too because we're we're basically sticking to the Super Showdown in this episode. But uh, when I mentioned double turn, Bobby Lashley and apparently Kevin Owens, if they go with this route with a double switch 
on Monday. I mean, it's pretty obvious Bobby Lashley is now the heel of Leo right. Rush. And, and then, they, you know, they kind of use Kevin Owens as the fall guy, which I don't know if part of that was, you know, because maybe, you know, they thought, well, you guys got too much heat, you know, Kevin Owens and Elias that, um, you know, Elias can do this on the zone and then we'll make, you know, I don't see Kevin being a face working out, but maybe I'll be surprised. Oh, I, I think he could do either, but I do enjoy him more as a heel. Yeah. But maybe this will freshen him up a little bit because he's been one of the more frustrating guys. I think that sometimes how he's handled because you're like the ridiculous, uh, you know, the, the Braun feuding with him for no reason feud, right. you, you know, with him, you know, getting knocked down to the porta potty and you know, took some serious bumps. <laughs> no, they need to be careful because Kevin Owens is one of the more entertaining, one of the most entertaining wrestlers yeah. to watch. So they need to use him well. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be interesting, you know, how how long he sells that injury angle. Uh, the next match in the card, and and I was wrong about this one because usually when wrestlers when, when wrestlers come home, you know, to their home country or, or hometown, uh, they lose. Right, and then they end up coming back and beating them up or something afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Right. So so the Iconics, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, uh, defeating Asuka and Naomi. I didn't expect that to happen. This was not much of a match. No. Um, it, yeah, probably one of the you know the. the Worst matches of the night. Not saying it was horrible, but one need to, you don't need to go back and watch. No, actually, I did just watch highlights of that one because I. This is awful, but I kind of find Peyton Royce a little ridiculous. I don't. I think she's kind of a comic book over the top. Not. I can't take her seriously. Well, really. well you, you talking like when they come, because like, I love it when they come out because they, they do a great job of ripping on the wrestlers and stuff, and you know, and because I want their job is to be annoying. That's what they're supposed to do. Annoying is one thing, almost cartoonish is another. And I know all the guys like her, woo, but I just found her to be one of those female wrestlers that I, I'm not I'm not a fan of. Yeah, it was like their first big win too. Of course, it was in Australia, you know, and, and there's a great video on WWE's YouTube channel afterwards with like them watching their family watch their match. Oh, that's cool. So, you know, and, and they teared up a little bit, which Aww. is really weird that, like, when they humanized the heels. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, and they've done that with the Iconics a couple of times because they've done that, uh, like, right along and all this stuff. And, yeah. you know, it, it, it's kind of weird with them. I mean, because they're friends and, and they have a great chemistry together, you know, which probably means, like, in a year or two they're going to split up and fight. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it is fun, like, watching those two together. On uh, the upside, though, I think – I think I really like Asuka and Naomi together. I think they make an interesting team. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know what happens with them after this. I mean, right. Asuka, since WrestleMania, has, has pretty much been on the decline. Right. And I, I don't know why. I you mean, go from winning every match to yeah. nothing. I'm losing every yeah. match, basically. <laughs> uh, the next match, prob- well, I would. St- there's a couple matches I would say match of the night uh, easily. This is This is definitely one of them, AJ Styles and Samoa Joe. No, I think you're. I would call that the match of the night. I thought that was some really good wrestling. I think that both of them, AJ Styles, is always great to watch. Yes. Um, not a fan of Samoa Joe, but I think that AJ Styles he he had some great moves, great highlights, and AJ Styles being on the receiving end really made them look even ten times better. Well, yeah, yeah. Two things in this match. You you had the, the storytelling. Right. In this whole match with, with Samoa Joe's knee, which has continued um, in that, which kind of makes me wonder where to go with that. And then the fact that these guys had probably, other than, like, say, the Miz and Daniel Bryan of this card, probably the best feud leading into this match. Oh, that was a great storyline. With the fact that it was so personal. 
you right. know, with, the, with Samoa Joe going to his house and AJ Styles and and bringing out a different style, like side of like AJ Styles, almost like heelish, in, in the sense that uh, you know with with the, the shots on the knee and everything else. I mean, it's almost like you know, it's like it's like Styles is working you know for heel for part of this match, you know, working on the leg, which is usually something that like you know the heel would do, working on somebody that is down. Right, but I think it makes sense because it's so personal and it's, you know, the storyline and the attack on AJ was so personal. I could, it makes sense. Yeah. And it's weird though. I mean, seeing Samoa Joe tap out, kind of weird. I get it though because they're working the injury. You didn't like the ending. I did not. Somebody like Samoa, Samoa Joe is like a stone cold or you, I don't like them tapping out. I don't think they would and I don't like it. Yeah, it's something to do with the injury because when he fought Hardy on Tuesday for like I I thought like why is he even wrestling if he's supposed to be hurt and obviously the injury was part of the you know storyline on Tuesday. Um, the one thing with this match was something like it was reminiscent to me when Triple H fought Seth Rollins at WrestleMania a year ago. It was that this is how that match should have gone down when because Seth like never really took out like you know his uh, Triple H's knees or whatever else we had sledgehammer. Like, that's why I felt like when I'm seeing this uh, match, was like, that's how they should have done Triple H and South Rollins. Because that match to me was kind of a dud a little bit because of the fact that, oh, you got no, a chance to do all this revenge and then you're going to win by a roll up when you're like, no, you should take out the guy. You know, but you, you know, they kept Triple H strong in this. This one, they, you know, whatever they got with Samoa Joe and, and AJ Styles has been champion for almost a year. But wrestling, great matches, though. I mean, the, 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 right. the match with Samoa Joe been great. The last match with the Nakamura was outstanding. Well, AJ's just, I mean, Sounds ridiculous, but he's phenomenal. <laughs> but he just has such a huge arsenal yeah. of weapons that you never know what he's going to do. So it's always fun. And it, I think the knee aspect helped with the Samoa Joe because he is so powerful. It kind of made it all a little more believable, yeah. I, even though, I don't know, it's believable anyway, but... Yeah, well, we, then he helped. You, you chopped down the big guy, right. and, and that, that's how you beat him. So, which is, you know, the stuff they always say in the stories, and here it it, it, it happened. And, right. And the guy, AJ Styles is uh, victorious, retaining his title, which I was wrong about because I thought Samoa Joe would win this match because I thought, like, okay, they're going to finally put the belt on this guy. He deserves it. Um, you know, and, and AJ Styles, I mean, obviously, he's a great champion. So I've always been torn with that, but I still thought Samoa Joe was going to win. No, I did pick Samoa Joe for you oh. <laughs> when you weren't here. You lost. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. Uh, the next match of the night was a no-brainer. Uh, Ronda Rousey and the Bella Twins taking on right. and defeating the the Riot Squad, which is a 10-minute match, typical tag match. And then Ronda making uh, two members of the uh, Riot Squad tap out, which, I, I, you know, they, they have, like, it's weird because there's up and down and so much in the Riot Squad because, you know, especially with, like, Ruby Riot, and, and I know she fought Ronda a couple of weeks ago on Raw, and I was like, oh, they should have, like, hung on to this match. But maybe that's a match that maybe we get in a year or two when, you know, when Ruby's got a little bit more under her. Right. And, and people know who these girls are. Right. You know, you know, more than just, you know, the people who watch it every week or the casual fans. But, um, you know, and, and we got to set up for a little bit for what we got on Monday and stuff, you know, with the Bellas and, you know, Ronda kind of before the match, like deciding who goes in the ring. and Yeah, I think know, they've kind of, kind of been subtly setting that up for a while. Yeah. But just little little nuances that they you've seen on the but I do think that it's a good idea. I think Rhonda and Nikki is going to be a good good match. Yeah, I and mean, Nikki's got her haters, but she's got her fans too. Yeah, yeah. And the, and the other match tonight, and I don't know if you liked this as much as I did, but I thought I thought that I'm putting this up there with AJ Styles and Samoa Joe because it was a good show for 205 Live. Buddy Murphy defeating Cedric Alexander. 
and I, I thought this match was just outstanding. And Buddy Murphy is great, and the fact that you know, and Cedric Alexander has been great all year. That these two guys had a chance to shine. Did you like the match? I actually did, and it kind of reminded me that I need to watch more of Two Hundred Five Live because that is the type of wrestling I enjoy. It's quick. It's some of the moves. It's surprising, and they're so good. And it's it's kind of a lucha type, you know, those types of moves, and I like that. And they're always entertaining matches. So that reminded me, since I haven't been watching too much of that, it reminded me how much I like it and how good they are. And, and Buddy Murphy, a hometown guy as well, which I, I forgot about that going on the show because I thought, well, you know, but this is when I did predict right because Cedric's been a great champion, but the whole Buddy Murphy storyline with the weight loss and getting in shape, the, you know, the, to be able to compete in 205 Live for the title and everything and, and they did a great job with that. And there's moves in this match I have not seen that often right. or at all. This is like, holy cow, and just... You know, let these guys have the rematch and tear down the house again. And the way, um, you know, when Buddy kicked out of Cedric's finishing move and the crowd popped. Right. You know, this just shows you how engaged the crowd was in the match. And hopefully the guys in the back were paying attention to that, too. Yeah, I hope so. And they both wrestled a really good match. And it's funny because you do think as long as both of us have been watching wrestling, you've watched more consistently, I think. But as many years as we have to still see moves that it's like, oh my gosh, you yeah. know, this still excites you. It's like, wow, it's amazing. They can still come up with stuff. Uh, my watching predates a little bit for WrestleMania too. So <laughs> <laughs> you came out of the womb watching re- wrestling. <laughs> I, I, I was already, well, how old I was then, but, uh, it was 1986. So I was, I was older than 10. So <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. aging myself here, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, but, but I remember, you know, just, just watching a lot of stuff, you know, the bulldogs and you right. know, David boy and dynamite. And, you know, of course the, you know, that was the first part of Hogan's era. Yeah. You would, you would think though that, I mean, you've seen it all and no, they're coming up yeah. with some really good stuff. Yeah. Some crazy stuff. It, it's weird. Cause I every once in a while I'll see one of those like independent show, videos where there's like people oh independent wrestling it's great and then like there'd be like this comedic stuff where you're just like like okay like this is what you want because you 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 complain about uh you know what the wwe does sometimes or has done and then like this goes on and then it's like oh it's the greatest thing ever like the guy with like what's hr in there i can't really say but the guy with a really strong body part (laughs) that's below the belt You mean his calves? <laughs> <laughs> sure, we'll go with that. That's what you want to call it. Yeah. Um, so, like, stuff like that where you're just like, really? Like, you know, are people who long for the Attitude Era? Okay, I'm going to be the one guy to say it. Did you watch the Attitude Era? Do you remember, like, Stone Cold and The Rock? And, and I mean. Okay, you weren't here when Sean was. Stone Cold is my favorite of all time. Okay. I love Stone Cold. All right. Okay. So, so like, that era, like, yes, a lot of it was great and, like, people long for it, but a lot of it was, was kind of crappy. I'm going to have to admit, like some of the pay-per-views and stuff, um, you know, like uh, the WrestleMania, like 2000, mm-hmm. terrible show. It, right in the peak of where everything was. Not a great show. You, you know, you had the, you had the, uh, the, the four fatal four-way, uh, you know, the, the world championship match, which was just a mess. And uh, that was just a bad card. And then the, the Survivor Series tournament with, um, you know, where the Rock ends up beating Mankind after Mankind beat like Steve Austin, you know, in the tournament with the double switch and everything and, you know, it was just so overbooked and just, you right. know, is it, like there was some great stuff because WrestleMania 17 is one of the best. Right. But there's just, you know, the, but there's certain shows on there where it's just there's so much going on and just way overbooked. I'm not saying it was terrible, but definitely not as good as people want to say it was. Well, I mean, I do think they learn as they go, you know, on. So I think they are doing things, some things better now yeah. than they did then. But, you know, the, back then, the, that was what 
they thought worked. And I mean, they created people, um, superstars that people still talk about and still love, even at their advanced ages as they are now, they still love to see and talk about. You do bring up a good point because that was one thing they did have was great character development. Great. Some, some were good, some were bad. And that went on for a while because even like the hurricane, you know, who didn't, who didn't like Shane Helms and of course the Godfather and right, you know, right. Th- those characters. And the Godfather couldn't rustle his way out of a cardboard box. I mean, not, you know, his matches weren't really great. He just waited for the hoe train. <laughs> You know, but but the dude couldn't really wrestle that much. A lot of you know, and and then it was you know with the blood and everything else, and um, you know until they stopped that for a couple of years. But uh, but I think that's the whole thing with the Attitude Era, though. It was the characters, and it was it was some the show, some of the things they did. It was more focused on entertainment. Yeah, yeah, because sometimes, and that was like, because for a while, like, I didn't watch Nitro. I was like, okay, what's all this hype about Nitro? And I put it on, it was like a cruiserweight match that lasts like two minutes, and I got it, because it's like, because it's not always about, like, the wrestling. People like, well, you know, we we have wrestling at our shows or these kind of matches, but it's not always about that. It's always about, you know, the stories, and of course, yeah, look, there's great times with Steve Austin and the Zamboni and the beer truck. He was great. And all that stuff. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I mean, who, who would, you know, then when The Rock became, you know, The Rock, Right. And cutting the promos. I mean, it just that was like something that I just remember going to the Sunday Night Heat you know, back when that show used to be live on a Sunday. And then they would have, you know, they would tape their AAA, uh, you know, their Mexican wrestling. And then they would, you know, they'd come back and they have a main event. And, you know, remember The Rock just, you know, talking to the crowd afterwards, entertaining and stuff. And the people all hyped up as they left Jolos Arena and then waited two hours to get out of the parking garage because parking was terrible back then. <laughs> but see, that's how they, that's how good their development was back then. I mean, I love Stone Cold, huge fan. I hated The Rock, hated The Rock. I like him now, but you're invested. I mean, you really, I don't even know these guys, and yeah. I love this guy, and I hate that guy. That's how good they were at developing those characters. Well, yeah, yeah, because Steve Austin, because I remember him in the WCW days with the Hollywood Blondes with Brian Pillman, and, and it was frustrating because he's like, hey, these guys are great. Like, like you knew they were going to be something. Right. You know, I, I didn't know Steve was going to be Steve Austin, but it's just like, you know, when you know, some of the things happening, you know, with the the ridiculousness, with like Jim Duggan and stuff, it's like, what are you doing with this guy? <laughs> and then, you know, then, bam, it's like, oh, there he is, the ringmaster, until yeah. they figured it out. Well, that was the one thing. It was like after they got rid of the circus year of, you know, the the plumber and the, and, uh, you know, the hockey player and the baseball player for gimmicks. Yeah. And the trash man. No, so. I, I think that that will always be one of the best Eras in wrestling. Oh, it's it's, it's going to be remembered. You know, yeah. but there's the Hogan era. There's that era, you know, the yeah. ruthless aggression. You know, the era we have now where, I don't know what it's called. But the yeah, I don't know what you call it. The, <laughs> rest, the wrestling has definitely changed. You know, the guys like, you know, Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles and, you know, the WWE, which and doing what they do. Yeah. So continuing through the card, <laughs> uh, a match I thought was too long was the six-man, the Shield versus Braun Strowman, Dolph Ziggler, and Drew McIntyre. I think you liked this match more than I did. Um, I liked the match. I kind of got a little disinterested when they were just beating Seth up at the beginning. I'm like, okay, what is going to happen here? And then, you know, the whole Dean story and I'm like, okay, it's picking up a little bit. And I'm sorry, I always am entertained when Braun is outside the ring and just mowing people down. That's the best when he's done it to Kevin Owens. And then anytime he does it to anybody, it's impactful and it's fun well, as long as you know he he's the heel or whatever he's supposed to be now you know people still like him but like as long as you know he's not changing his character i mean that i mean i get, I get the attitude a little bit you know with the whole 
okay, you got the shield, uh, you know, protect you, you know, from the title or whatever. Um, you know, the whole briefcase debacle that, that we've gotten with that. But, uh, you know, but I thought it was a typical match and you get the hot tag and then everything else. And then, yeah, I, I think Sean and I briefly talked about this before. Braun doesn't need to be part of that team. No. Braun is better as Braun. You know, he's yeah. got his whole get these hands. He's got a huge fan base. He doesn't, it doesn't do anything for him to be part of. No, no. And it should be presented as much like these guys would go to him. It's like, hey, we, you know what? We need a third guy. You know, you don't like Roman. We don't like Dean and uh, and Seth. So let's, let's do this. And, you know, we have common enemies. Let's, you know, work on this or whatever. But, you know, it's but 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 that's, I think, how they make him as a heel because he's going to get other people to help him out. Like that's the part that solidifies that, okay, Braun's going to be a heel, even though, you know, people want to cheer for him. So, yeah. You yeah. Know, and people want to boo Roman. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Roman. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's weird because you know when when and Raw when you know Dean walked out after the show, then you know then Seth and Roman are hanging outside the ring, and then you know um, they're doing their thing. Seth's music plays, and they play Romans, and then people boo. It's like okay, yeah. Uh, the next match tonight, the shortest match, and one I I wanted more of <laughs> was uh, Daniel Bryan in the Miz, and this is one it was tricky because. In, and I give WWE credit because okay, AJ Styles wins. You think oh, the Miz is going to win. Because, you know, it's more of a toss-up. Because if a Samoa Joe won the title earlier, because this was the number one contenders match, you think, oh, Daniel Bryan's going to win because the Miz isn't going to fight Samoa Joe. Although that would be very entertaining because they can only imagine the promos they would cut with each other. Yeah. And so here now we got AJ Styles, you know, that's still the champion, and Daniel Bryan now going to face him at Crown Jewel, wherever that may be held. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I think the wrestling's going to be really good, but I, I don't know. I'm not – other – other than the fact that AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan, it will be a good wrestling match. Until the Miz interferes, probably. Not, I mean, it doesn't. It's causing a three-way or four-way of Samoa Joe's like, hey, I got unfinished business. So. <laughs> yeah, they'll have to do something because just the match in itself, I'm not that But th- this match was so, sh- so so short, though. I, I don't know if it's because, you know, it was for time or whatever else. You know, Daniel finally defeats the Miz. And I, I kind of felt like. You know, maybe because it's the crown jewels where the uh, the championship match is going to be. That it kind of lost a little bit of the steam, or the fact that maybe because like Nikki changed, you know, uh, you know the Bellas went heel. But um, some, so I, I, you know, this feud's obviously still going on, and it's not done. I was just kind of surprised that it just you know kind of like went this quick. Yeah, it was. It's a surprise. So I guess a surprise is always good. But I, yeah. I don't think it worked. I don't think that it really. We didn't get to see enough of them wrestling it was too fast I yeah thought. yeah I, I i still think there'll be more i still see a wrestlemania match i got the point like if the mrs champion and maybe daniel tries to get the title and we'll see what happens in the main event of the show <laughs> in a very long main event which i was very shocked shock 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 triple h uh defeating the undertaker which uh which, which i had picked um i don't know what you were on that match um no i did not pick that for you i don't think okay. so you lost anyway even though you picked <sighs> it <laughs> Oh my gosh! Sorry. <laughs> well, I well because I I figured like at this point like Triple H was going to win because this match to me it was going to be more of an angle than a match, which turned out to kind of be that way with with Shawn Michaels interference and then the, you know, the super kick and then the pedigree and all the stuff and then you know then the winning and then you know then like Triple H and Shawn look okay we respect you and they you know raise the hand of Taker and Kane right. and then get their butts kicked afterwards you know well Shawn Hood did pick it because he said that um there would be interference from Shawn Michaels. So it wouldn't be a straight Triple H beating. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, that, that's, yeah that, that's what we all kind of, I think, said the same thing, yeah. that that's what was going to happen. 
it it was a really long match. Um, I again, it's not my type of wrestling because it's they're older, they're bigger, it's slower. Um, but yeah, it's too there big were moments. Going at it. Yeah, there were moments it was like, oh man, this is so cool when you know they got the sledgehammer out, and then when they got the um the when he was on his neck, and then yeah, he had the lock the in. Yeah, I mean that was really cool. That was that was good. But all in all, you know. I, I think it was kind of long. I, I think it was yeah. not exciting. It, there was a lot of blah. Yeah, this should be more like a, like a TV kind of match where it went to like twelve to fifteen minutes with post match shenanigans. And here, we, you know, we get over a half hour of this match. The match twenty seven minutes, and then right. you get the beat down at the end, and the brothers of destruction walking away. Yay, you know, and setting up obviously the the tag match with Shawn Michaels coming back now. Right, but you have to think about that. If you were there, if you were in Australia, and you're in the crowd. They did that well because the number of times they went out in the crowd, and I mean, they had to have been so excited oh, for yeah. Triple H and Undertaker and everybody to be out there. And, and I get because people complain, it's like, oh, you're, you're doing this, you're taking away from the other guys. Okay, you ask anybody in Australia or I don't know or anywhere, but like, you know, okay, what wrestlers do you recognize on this? You're gonna go, okay, uh, John Cena's name I know, um, and then you know Triple H and the Undertaker. Exactly. That, exactly. That, that's what they're gonna know. You know, they might recognize uh, the Miz if they were like they watch reality TV. If they, oh, this is Mike the Mizzyane, uh, <laughs> you know, whatever. But they're not gonna know these other people. Right. But it, so if you look at it that way, they did a great job with that for the people yeah. that were there. Yeah, it sells tickets. You know what those other guys, they'll get there at, at some point. You know, right. maybe Reigns will. I don't know. Maybe maybe Dean or Seth. I'm, I'm not sure. You know, uh, they'll they'll figure it out. What's, you know, I mean, I mean, people are like, oh, you know, uh, what all in did all this business. And I'm like, OK, they just ran a super showdown in Australia with, you know, <laughs> with a huge crowd. And, you know, and they got, you know, millions of subscribers on the network. Oh, and don't forget the billions of dollars they got from their TV deal. It's like right. they're they doing were- all right. Those those fans were pumped. They yeah. were obviously into it. Seventy thousand people. Yeah. At that show. They were loud. They were excited. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, overall, I, it was a better show than I thought it would be. Yeah. No, I I enjoyed it. I I thought it w- they were good matches and it was fun. And and I would, to me like I always kind of like rate a show higher if there's like matches I would go back and watch. Right. So that being the case of a DJ Styles, Samoa Joe, Buddy Murphy, Cedric Alexander match, and even maybe the uh, the, the opening tag match, just just to, you know to see the New Day wrestle because I mean in the bar because it's always pretty good stuff. Yeah, they're always they're always good for some good wrestling. Yeah. So that's that's so. What would you give it like on a scale of one to ten? Mm, I think I might give it like a seven to eight. I thought it was good. No, yeah, that's I I put that in there too. A couple of matches I would skip or just you know fast forward through the main event, but. Yeah, and 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 the shield tag match just because it was just just for length purposes. Those matches could have been shorter. Maybe they could have given more some time to the Miz and Daniel Bryan, or you know, there's a reason why that was short. So uh, send us your thoughts on the show. Anything else? Uh, you can email us, which I didn't mention at the beginning. Uh, <laughs> you can find us on Facebook uh, slash ESPR, also ESPR at fm99.com. Um, that's where you can email us. We're on the, the Fox website, 1069thefox.com, the fm99.com website under the media tab. Uh, maybe you found us on SoundCloud or iTunes. Uh, share us with your friends. And uh, we got plenty of episodes. You can check out some great things in the past and see what uh, HR Janice picked for me <laughs> uh, on a couple of episodes. We did episode 68 and a half was the last one. So that that's why we, because we want to get you in here for episode 69. <laughs> 
Thank you. I appreciate being on 69. So, um, so Sean and I will be back, and we got a lot to cover because so much happened. Uh, the Crown Jewel event, um, as of uh, today, is Saturday, is uh, may or may not happen in Saudi Arabia. There's under the WWE is reportedly under a lot of pressure to take that event out of Saudi Arabia, or at least cancel the event or something else. And uh, the event's been targeted by uh, senators and saying like, "Yeah, we have a good relationship," and they're speaking out against the event. So let's see what WWE does because, you know, it's a big payday for them. Yeah. You know, because it's like the greatest Royal Rumble had a huge crowd and a huge payday for them. That's, so they're they're in a little bit of a situation. I mean, a couple of weeks till it happens. November 2nd is the date of that event right after Revolution. So we will see. But there's also, you know, in England, there's the crown jewels of the United Kingdom. So maybe they'll move it to England. That let's, would make sense. Let's see what happens over time. So share us your thoughts on that too, ESPR. At FM99.com. And uh, Sean and I will be back for episode 70 of Eat Sleep Podcast in repeat. And uh, again, check us out iTunes, Stitch, uh, Stitcher, uh, Round Tune and Radio as well. You can download the episode and listen to us, whatever you got going on. So <laughs> until then, we'll be back for another episode of Eat Sleep Podcast and repeat. <laughs>